listening to another brand new episode of Threes from the Ring, episode 62. Of course, it's your boy Chris J back again for another week to discuss basketball and wrestling with you guys. And of course, I got the, uh, the well, his birthday was yesterday, but it's still his birthday week. So, uh, the birthday boy on here, go ahead and introduce yourself, G. Yo, it's uh, Trail Sal. Um, my, my Mamba year, I will call it. Uh, except for the Colorado moment. Um, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, uh, it's been a fantastic week. Uh, it has been really something special. Not just from the amazing shit my friends do for me. But just how I'm finally about to go on my internship on the 27th and happy to see where that's going to lead me. You know, got my evals. Just a whole bunch of, I won an award in school. Like, hey. Just a whole bunch of just like really good stuff. Um, things that make a brother feel good. This time last year, I was in a goddamn general closet. Been heartbroken, stepped on the last two like ride wave, dog. So, um, just to see where I'm at now, it's just really amazing. So, uh, and this has been a really good week in basketball because there's a lot of stuff we can talk about. Wrestling is just roll to wrestle, I mean, Royal Rumble. So, man, but I'm just ready to do it. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm like I said, I've been told you off the pod, I'm happy for you, G. You out here winning. Like I said, last year was your year of growth, and hey, I'm speaking the same for me because I'm ready to get the fuck out of being a cook. Well, a cooking <laughs> aide slash cook. Depends on what day of the week it is. But, yeah, I'm yeah, at my, my break. Hey. Hey, man. But, hey, man, like, my, my, I know my time is coming to an end. So, but let's go ahead get into like Datra said this has been a very exciting week of basketball started from Sunday to even <clears throat> excuse me even today as uh, as we're recording the pod I'm watching the Lakers versus Dallas as of right now it is the second quarter 153 point uh Lakers are up by uh 18 uh they've been off and on dubbing these niggas so uh, it's been an interesting game uh Luka once again got beat up by the Lakers um it's kind of unfortunate uh, but yeah, the Lakers was whooping their ass. Uh, but let's start with what happened starting even Sunday. Honestly, shout out to the Cavaliers for making this podcast and being the probably one of the headline topics of this podcast uh, because they've been in the news from Sunday and the rest of the week on because it's just messy down there. So let's just start off with Kevin Love showing that he is ready to leave. <clears throat> I'm not mad at him for wanting to leave. We've been saying we've been trying to trade this man since last year, damn near. And he took the contract, and he said, "Hey, I think y'all lied to me. Y'all said we we're gonna be better than this." Uh, and then Colin Sexton out here just dribbling the ball for 24, 20 seconds of the twenty-four second shot clock, and expecting to pull off miracles. And I'm fed up of it. And I'm. Honestly, not mad at Kevin Love for the way he handled the situation, but uh, just the simple fact that he just literally realized Colin Sex is dribbling, watching, just dribbling, looking at his man. I have Chris Paul on me, 
and you outright did not pass me the ball. You you literally didn't pass me the ball. I have Chris Paul on me. I am 6'9". I can still post niggas up. Give me the ball. And then he said, F this. Give me the, walked up to Colin Sexton. Then literally fired the ball at uh, Cleveland legend Seti and chucked up some bullshit. And then later on in that same game, he proceeds to uh, ignore defense altogether. He didn't even bother to play defense. The fact he was still in the game at that point is still funny because I'm like, gee, after you have a rage out like that, I'm like, absolutely why are you still on my basketball court? But uh, Kevin Love literally was wild in all this week. I'll let you talk about your initial thoughts on it before we talk about the next part of Kevin Love wilding. Uh, shoot, let's talk about the next part. Then I just probably run it off with that. Oh, yeah. So uh, then, Cole, I mean, Kevin Love did, I think either earlier that day or day before, he uh, pulled up on Kobe Altman, the GM of the Cavaliers, and a.k.a. the guy who gave Kevin Love the contract, and Kevin Love talked about his frustrations, Kevin Love's, and they threatened to suspend him or some crap like that, I don't know, or fine him, no, fine him, and Kevin Love literally said, uh, I don't have the exact quote with me right now, but that don't mean nothing to me, I have plenty of money, and I'm not mad at that at all. They only find him a thousand dollars. It was something weak, like like a thousand dollars. I think it was five thousand five dollars. Ain't nothing. That's probably a third of his game check. So, um, but yeah. So all together, Kevin Love was highly pissed. Uh, he did apologize later in the week, saying he acted like a child. So I respect him, realizing how he was acting. Uh, but it was just overall comedic gold because Kevin Love out here is legit fed up and I'm here for it because I knew Kevin Love would get tired of them young niggas G eventually yeah uh, for me I just it, this is a situation with me when I be like I'm right um, and I feel good at the end of the day uh, because I'm never always right when it comes to 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 on the let's say the technical side of uh basketball me and Chris have our differences. And particularly I mean when it comes to who the fuck deserves the max and who doesn't. Kevin Love was a person who did not deserve a max. Um and if you knew Braun was gone, if you knew that's ninety percent of your income from Cleveland you should have traded him too. And just either stocked up on young guys and draft picks. You could have took the young ones from Portland. Shit, you probably couldn't have been able to took CJ McCollum. But there was no point. And, and I know they gave him that contract and admitted him being hurt. But still, you still could have found a way. Um, and now you're in a situation where it went, he don't want to play that. Everybody who is watching all this unfold knows he don't want to play there. And now we're in a situation where you're going to eventually going to have to trade. Either the people on his team ain't going to like him, other than Tristan Thomas because, you know, they want a championship with each other. Or he's going to continue to bolt his frustrations. And his, his the, the situation with the coach is probably going to go even worse than what it is 
Bucks right now. So, yeah. Yeah, like you wasn't lying. Like they should have been tried to trade him. And the, the thing is, it's going to be damn. Uh, well, it was halftime, and that was a goofy ass shot that uh, Buddy threw up on the Mavericks. But uh, Cleveland situation it just isn't going to get fixed over this off. I mean, this regular season, it's going to be really tough to trade his contract because I think Kevin Love gets think he's at thirty mil this year alone, and it's mm-hmm. only going to go up the next couple of seasons. So. Uh, the only way you're going to outright be able to trade him is for another max player. And honestly, it's more up to the Blazers if on if when they can make that trade. Because I feel like they should just outright do the shit. But I have no control over that. But uh, Or even the Nuggets too. Because I feel like he'll be a, a really great Nugget. Uh, excuse me. But, uh, but yeah, moving on with Cleveland. So later, like it's already been... Uh, a lot of talk that the Cavs players don't vibe with Jim, uh, John Beeline. Uh, and I wasn't really too, I would, what's the word, cool with the uh, them signing him to be their new head coach during the offseason because dude was nothing more than a, he was a, I, I'm not always for college coaches moving to the NBA all the time. Like, unless you have to be, like, an outstanding basketball mind like a Brad Stevens for me to really, like, take you serious. And Brad Stevens did it with lesser talent. He went, like, he coached Butler, and they were consistently good. I don't know no nigga that coaches at Butler. I mean, no nigga that ever hooped at Butler. Their best player is Gordon Hayward, by the way. But, uh, not a bad thing, but hey. But Brad Stevens consistently coached that team to, like, to uh, NCAA champ, not champion. I think they won one championship or two. I don't yeah. remember. Or like they were consistently good in the tournament. Let's put it that way. So I know for a fact that Brad Stevens is a good coach. John Beeline is cool. I think he he did win a championship with. Uh, I think that was the Trey Burke team uh, and the Gang of White Boys. And the thing is, with those Michigan teams, they were always a Gang of White Boys. Like Michigan's always because it's, it's a freaking powerhouse sports school i expect him to be solid but he never came off as a great basketball mind like brad stevens where he's going to change things and brad stevens you can arguably say is a top five coach in the league today i don't think of john beeline that type of guy so with that being said cleveland really hasn't we don't rock with him because they're already a team that has like you still got some of the remaining champions on champions of that team with kevin love tristan thompson all I know it might be some random bench nigga on the court. I mean, on that team that's still there. Oh, was Matthew Delavadova on it? Yeah, Matthew Delavadova is still on the rock. Is on that roster again. So with that, you still have players like uh, Larry Nance and uh, I think Larry Nance the only one from that last finals team on that roster in terms of the young guys that they got from Cleveland. I mean, the Lakers. Yeah. So, um, like, it's clashing in terms of that, and then Kyle Sexton being a nigga who don't believe in passing the ball, and also the fact uh, Garland it hasn't really done anything specific. It's looking funny and like for my mans. And they're not vibing, clashing the minds and philosophies and stuff like that. So, they're already not looking good out the streets for Cleveland. So, now, this week, 
in during the film session, after the Kevin Love situation gets uh cooled down, supposedly, allegedly, he did refer to when you guys are playing like thugs, where the coaches, his coaches had to say, hey, you know you said thugs, right? And then he proceeds to say, oh, no, I meant to say you guys were playing like slugs. Now, for me, that's an interesting situation of whether or not, like, do I think John Beeline is racist? Good chance. I don't know. Good chance. It's a good possibility he might be racist. He is a very old white man who used to coach Michigan, and that team used to have a gang of white boys. Mo Wagner was the last great Michigan uh, white boy, by the way. And his name speaks for itself, Mo Wagner. So, come on now. But, bring it all full circle. That led to uh, the man that put Cleveland once again in negative spotlight. John Morant just boomed another nigga. Uh, and, but yeah, that put Cleveland once again in the spotlight, which once again put, made Kobe Altman have to put the man on a stand during a team meeting, by the way. And Jim, John, they said John Beeline cried saying, Hey, I legit am not a racist. Please don't get rid of me. Please. Pretty please. I didn't mean to call you guys thugs. You guys were playing like slugs. Please believe me. Now, do I believe him? I don't know. I don't know. Because when you look at John Beeline, he looks like he says the N-word. He probably voted for Trump. But at the same time, did he, was there a good chance he probably meant to say you guys are playing like slugs? But honestly, that's not the proper term because I've played sports and I had my coach say, hey, you guys are looking real sluggish out here. Or just look slow. But a slug is just sounds stupid. Just say sluggish. It would have been. Or just looking. Not playing slow. like Or a snail's pace. Like like normal coach talk. But yeah. But overall the man cried for his job. And as far as I know they said. They're not going to fire him. Because Kobe Altman. Being, is also by the way a black man by the way. Said alright. And let it slide. It seemed like nobody really gave a damn. Uh, they did proceed to have a very fun games against Detroit, by the way. Those were some really good close games, by the way. A, a trash basketball. Two trash basketball teams have a good basketball game. But, uh, but yeah. So, as far as, far as right now, John Beeline says his job. Really unfortunate situation uh, that he's in. Uh, in Cleveland themselves. Uh, all I'm going to say is free Tristan Thompson, free Kevin Love, and God have mercy on whoever ends up on Cleveland and have to play with Colin Sexton. Who don't pass the ball? Uh, you can go ahead and add your piece on it. Nah, shoot. Uh, for me, I don't I, I don't know. He probably did say slug. He white. White people don't know how to use slug. Um, <laughs> and it's like legit serious. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what can fix Cleveland. I don't think Cleveland will ever be, unless they get a homegrown talent, I don't think Cleveland will ever be good together again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there will be another drought. I think that um, – my bad. Um, I think that will be another drought. I think that that 
that nothing can possibly fix what's going on. Um, and I personally think that uh, in order for them to have, like, to, I don't even want to say safe face, but in order for them to make something look better, they might have to fight. I mean, the, that, the, uh, not fight, because you can't fight. What's the face? You might have to step down. And all that seems like out of nowhere, but that would create some buzz. Um, shoot, Bron's son probably don't want to come play for you. The folks go on. You know what I'm talking about, like the owner, uh, whatever his name is. Oh, uh, fuck, I can't even think of the owner now. I just saw his name today. Um, Dan Gilbert, there we go. Yeah, Dan Gilbert. Reason I say that, because if, that, if that's the case, yeah, if he quits. Um, or sells the team. Or sells the team. Shoot, Brian would be like, you know what? I can see my son uh, playing for uh, such and such and such, such and we walk the championship. Walk. So uh, let's do it. And uh, that's me thinking of the best situation that could probably happen for Cleveland. Um, and uh, what else can I think of? Nothing really. It's just a Ohio is crap. And I think the only good thing they got is baseball. So. Well, honestly, it's college football. Shout out to Ohio State Buckeyes, even though Clemson got them the fuck up out of there. But that's honestly the best part of it. Yeah, that's honestly the best thing about Cleveland. Um, But, yeah, so that's the Cleveland situation. Uh, I'm still optimistic. Uh, It's just I don't believe Colin Sexton is the future of their franchise. That dude does not pass the ball. Uh. I feel like they wasted a pick in Garland. And a lot of people got to hold the L when it comes to that because the uh, reason why I say that, uh, people were saying the Lakers need to, dra- was, need to draft Garland and he was going to be better than Lonzo. And uh, Oh, by the way, Lonzo's back, niggas. And Lonzo High, we back. Big baller band, Triple Bs. Let's get it. Uh, but point of it all is, you niggas said that uh, Anthony Garland was going to be a lot better than Lonzo. And well, not Anthony Garland, <coughs> Darius Garland, but the man is only averaging twelve points, three point three assists, forty forty percent from the field. Well, he's shooting threes really well, but other than that, he's been absolutely ass and haven't done nothing specific of, of a recent. So it's like, come on, man, he's not even in a rookie race in terms of people who like, oh man, he's hooping. Like, gee. And Colin Sexton has a freaking rat tail, freaking ponytail in the midst of a big ass nigga fro. How? Like, gee, they ain't, that's not the future, G. Somebody that's not the future. Me it's true. Hey, man, shout out to my homie Daniel. I don't know if you listen to this podcast, but if you is, bro, uh, keep your head up. But he was telling me, um, uh, Colin Sexton is the best player on Cleveland. I think he said something wilder than that. But I'm just gonna save it. I'm just gonna save him by saying he said Cleveland best player on Cleveland, and we always clown him for that. He kind of got the Colin Sexton haircut too. But, uh, it's it's so hilarious. it's almost as funny as my homie. So thank God I'm like you know single and not ready to mingle. And my nigga, um, my nigga Timothy dog. Every time he try to talk about somebody. 
they like your girl go to the University of Miami, and he just can't live that down. He can't do nothing about that, G. Duh. And you want to know why that's so Duh. You know why that's messed up, right? Duh. 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 Yo, prayers to my homie, G. Prayers to you, G. Just prayers, G. Your girl out getting chose by, like, the University of Miami. The U. Look, man. The football program isn't what it used to be, but they still get niggas. They still get niggas. We're not talking about, oh, yeah, they get great football niggas. They get niggas. <laughs> She's getting passed around like the turnover chain, my nigga. And <laughs> hey, they be like, hey, bro, you ain't supposed to be worried about nobody, girl. Your girl go you. And he just can't say nothing, bro. <laughs> I pray she's a faithful black queen, but, bro. Long distance college relationships ain't it unless your name is uh, Elgin and Tierra. So, and that, oh. that, that, that and that's a different situation. But um, yeah, my nigga. Uh, yeah. If I was to watch Love and Hip Hop Miami, she might be in the background in somebody's club. Oh. But uh, let's go ahead and move on because I'm not. I... <laughs> but yeah, uh, Cleveland's a mess. Uh, so more drama in the league. Uh, Jimmy versus TJ Warren. Now this is probably I'll let you talk about this one because this, uh, this <laughs> I'll let you go be good right, with this. Yeah. One. Like I feel the whole thing is butt cheeks, completely just butt cheeks. Um, reason I say that is because so I guess they bumped into each other or TJ Warren gave Jimmy a hard foul. Jimmy got in his face. TJ Warren said, "I will beat your fucking ass." Uh, yeah. Shout out to TJ Warren for not, you know, backing down. Um, By the way, TJ Warren has straight back braids. That nigga has nothing to lose. Uh, and it's not like Kawhi in which they do like zigzags and stuff. Shit just literally goes straight to the back. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not attempting to even fight that nigga. Uh, and like, uh, so I guess Jimmy was called the trash and. He did some press conference stuff and stuff on uh, whatchamacallit. He talked about I'm better than we can. Nigga, you had 14 points that game. If I look back at that box score and Bam Ante the Bayo got more points, shut the hell up. And Bam, I know Bam Cole walking town, but shut the hell up. Uh, I'm, I'm like legit serious with that one. Because I'm like, dog, you can't, you can't get mad at nobody. Like, um, you can't get mad and 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 do all that type of stuff, and uh, and you got fourteen points. Can you be called nobody trash? I'm not going. I'm not letting it happen. You might not know who I am. I ain't letting it happen. No, I need you. To, and then he put on Wednesday. I mean, like Wednesday, March something. You know, like bro, that, I think that was a bunch of smoke. He got that. Jimmy Butler has that persona of a real nigga in the league type thing, and like, because where he's from and how he grew up, and nobody's doubting that thing. But you could ch- you could check him, like nigga. That nigga has braids to the back, headband. His last name is Warren, and he plays for the Indiana Pacers, dog. He has shit to lose. <laughs> so I wouldn't even call him out. The fuck, the Indiana Pacers. Is that going to hurt the Indiana Pacers that mean get suspended for 10 games? 
because he's still off your ass? No! Baby Sabonis out there balling. So, like, uh, look. For me to you, Jimmy, don't. Um, <laughs> just don't. Help me the fuck, bro. Look at that goddamn, uh, uh, making up a band, goddamn, uh, making a band, goddamn singer. And you think he ain't gonna fucking uppercut you? Like, out of here with that. So, that whole thing is stupid. And Jimmy Butler put some smoke on. They actually got fined, by the way, for that. Uh, I think TJ Ward got 25K and Jimmy got 35K. Yeah. Uh, for their antics. But, uh, it was stupid. I don't like it. I don't like it. Not even with, like, the Bush League comment. I just don't like when, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, like, niggas go at it and we know nothing's going to happen. What you going to do? Like, be like, Brooke, oh, if you're going to be anything, be like uh, Robin. Robin Lopez is an on-site type nigga. We saw it. Talk crap. What was, what, when, who dunked on him? He said, look, man, come on. <laughs> yeah, because I think he said something. It was a rookie. He ain't gonna let no rookie do that to him. Like what else? Um, uh, Serge Ibaka. And Serge has a resume, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like he don't play. Serge got a resume. We like what else? Oh, you see Jimmy Butler has a good trash talker. Uh, you got a good team. You you living in Miami. You ain't got no reason to act him. So. I hear you. Like, my take on it, yo, you got to be bogus to let uh, JaVel McGee post-shake you like that. But uh, but my take on it, like, I found it comical. And Jimmy's always been like this. Even with the Bulls, it's just, like, he just had this habit of just literally just, just talking shit. And Luca. I swear, Lakers be whooping Luca ass, and <laughs> nobody does nothing about it. G, <laughs> nobody does anything about it. G, it is sad, but uh, but uh, but yeah, Luca's been like this since he was with the Bulls. Like he's a very very vocal guy, extremely vocal. Uh, so it just it doesn't shock me. Now, uh, the engagement with him, TJ Warren, is just overall comical. Like, I agree. Like, it is very Bush League. It does, in a way, to some people who like the, it restores the feeling of, like, old NBA ways and stuff. Yeah, in its own unique way, I guess. It's not, to me, it's it's whatever. Uh, But it's still funny, entertaining, because we need this type of stuff during the course of the NBA season. It gets, damn, Kuzma. Uh, It just gets... It just passes the time as the league goes on because we need these type of storylines to go by, especially in this hectic week. It's just, it adds on to the drama that it was. Uh, But if I am, uh, but if I'm TNT or ESPN, if that game is on a Tuesday or whatever day they schedule their games, I would love, love for them to uh, literally uh, flex that game into the schedule solely because, for one, Oladipo will be back. Malcolm Brockton will be back. So, honestly, Jimmy wouldn't even have to guard him. Or they're not even go, going to, he's not, he, TJ Warren ain't going to guard him. All the depot's going to guard him. So, it's all good. It's all good. But, um, 
But yeah, so overall the situation is very comical. Uh, but I wouldn't be shocked if TJ Warren, because he's a, and I'm a TJ Warren fan. I respect. He's one of my favorite, not role player, but he's not an all star type nigga. Uh, and just I respect I respect his game. Uh, always produces numbers, and he's a very good fantasy guy to have on your team. But uh, but also overall though, like I enjoy TJ Warren's game, so I feel like he'll f around and hoop Jimmy up for like thirty just because because he has those types of games out of nowhere. So it's comical, nice little uh, entertainment that we need in the league. Uh, shout out to Jimmy, just uh, literally talking shit, but that's who he is. Uh, it just. I just need you to back it up when uh, that time of the month pops up. That's all that matters. But yeah, that's my take on it. But let's uh, move on. Uh, let's get the sad news out the way. Joel Embiid is out one two weeks. Stupid. <laughs> Tired of tracing it. Trade that nigga to an emergency room. Wow. That's what you should do. Trade that nigga to an emergency room. The thing is, though, I think he could have played, like, because this is, remember, when, like, we saw the picture when he dislocated his finger? That This is the injury. He he played the rest of the game, that game where he dislocated his shit, that game. Because he seemed to play the game. I think it was just more Philly, like, look, bro. We knew you. We'd rather give you a couple weeks rest, relax for a little bit. We'll we'll see what we can do because we might need to see find a legit reason to trade some of these people. So you're safe. Ben Simmons need to prove himself. Josh Richardson got to prove himself. Tobias Harris got to prove that he's worth 170 million dollars. So we just we just need to see a few things. So that's kind of how I view. Uh, that's kind of how I view uh, the situation with the uh, with sitting and beat out because he could honestly could play like Embiid is if it's not his back or his leg I think he he's more willing to play than anything so it's an interesting situation but I know for your for you since he's on your 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 was one of your last remaining stars on your fantasy team it hurts so he's a producer too though. <laughs> Oh yeah, he produces. I can't do nothing about it. <laughs> you know, I have Julius Randle. I don't know when the hell they go like uh, let that trade go through. Uh, but you have Julius Randle shortly because I really don't need him. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so what do you like? How does like how does this help or you think is going to do for Philly? Because they won last oh, night. Oh, weird, right? Because right? you can say it helps. And if it helps, it's going to, you know, bring. <sighs> Excuse me. <sighs> if it helps, it's going to, you know, have Ben Simmons be that second leader and, uh, you know, really get his game going. Like, every time Joe the beat is out. But it hurts because you do that, offense runs smoothly. You read Joel back in the beat and get back in the game. And Ben Simmons go back to being mid tier, so I don't I don't really know. Um, it's only for one to two weeks. If anything, I just bring him back for All Star game. I you know that's a month. Nah, you're right. That is a month. 
I'll bring him back the week before All Star game. Give him three weeks of rest. Uh, he'll just back up if that needs to be healed. Um, yeah, that's, that's really it. I don't know. It's not something that uh, necessarily, uh, you know, I'm just pissed off that my fantasy team literally about to go 0 15. So, you yeah, hate you to see. You endure two weeks, G. You never know. Somebody. If I lose to fucking Aaron, okay? And I don't know who I'm going against next, but. You're talking about endure two weeks. I don't have anyone. Let me see. Let me check this out right now. Right of right, the, the beautiful people. And I'm getting slapped. <laughs> Slap. Julius Randle didn't even play tonight. If he did play. Oh, you finally got him. No, he didn't even play tonight. He uh he did sit out this game, which was random. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna lose anyway. Um, and I picked my team really good this time. Like it was really freaking good. But uh, you know how it goes out here in these streets. Uh, what's next? Uh, but yeah. So moving on. Uh. Oh yeah, let's talk about uh, Westbrook's return to OKC and Harden yeah, letting him be. down. And Harden letting him down. <laughs> <laughs> so last night, uh, Westbrook made his first home appearance against the uh, OKC Thunder at uh, at o- Oklahoma City. Proceed to get bum rushed. Uh, positive is Westbrook uh, came back to uh, cheers, uh, but that. Which is really good. It's not surprised. It's not like Westbrook legit um, outright said, I want to leave. They just said, look, man, the block is hot. We don't know what the hell might go on. We might, we'll just trade you where you want to go. He said, so. But uh, at least I would say this. Russ went out, hooped his butt off, had 34, 14 for 26, 50% shooting. Had a really good game. Really good game. It's just Chris Paul also said, nigga, this is my town now, and I'm about to give you these buckets. And Chris Paul literally put on a show. Like, that man Sham got it. Too many people, nutmeg too many niggas. Like, he was just hooping. Like, hooping his butt off, G. And I'm not mad at it. But uh, they got their ass whooped that game. Uh, it's really unfortunate what happened. <laughs> it's uh, super unfortunate. Uh... Yeah, man. I was I was so confused, Joe. Like, I don't know what you do with Harden. Is the should they honestly should it be a situation in which we gonna get the best Harden when he plays with a person better than him? For that to happen, that person would need to take the ball out of his hand. And that in itself... I don't, what if they get a, a really good big man? In today's NBA, that's really tough. Because... Okay, let's just say this. You put AD on that team. That slows down the pace of the offense incredibly. 
even though they already play pretty slow, if they don't get a turnover, they're pretty much running. They're not like if James Harden brings the ball up the court, more than likely you're going to play slow. If Westbrook brings the ball up the court, you play fast. That's what I've noticed. It's very rare that uh, Harden pushes the pace. Um, but I won't say it's rare, but he doesn't do it that much. But um, putting, I would say putting somebody like AD on his team, it would be interesting. But I feel like he wouldn't, like Harden wouldn't use him effectively, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. he'll set him up, but he'll be, I feel like he will be nothing more than Clint Compella with who can stretch the floor. Which wouldn't be fair. Because you still got factor, and this is a Mike D'Antoni team, regardless. Uh huh. And that's the key. Like he, like y'all remember when Dwight Howard was still there, and Dwight Howard was still pretty good for like I would say most of those years with him over in uh with uh, Houston, except for like his last couple of years, last two and a, last year and a half, honestly. Like he wasn't horrible. He was far from horrible. Like he still made a couple All Star games. He was still very effective. He was still Dwight Howard. He just was old, older. Um, damn, Luca, that was a great move. But uh, so it's like we've seen Harden with a big man with Dwight. It's just it doesn't really change much. It's just Harden in this system just choose with him being the sole. Well, I wouldn't say the sole, but this primary ball handler. He plays the way that he chooses to play, and. It's getting to a point where I'm starting to believe it's more the Dan Tony system than Harden, where it's just like the uh, where literally he has the ultimate green light. Now I feel like if he was in a better system, I feel like if he was in, put him on the Mavericks with Rick Carlisle, a coach who's he, who who has a championship, tell his ass, calm your fucking ass down. He'll listen. Like, because. Honestly, the Mavericks kind of run a similar system. It's just more of a system instead of just fuck it hoop. <laughs> and that's literally why I watch uh, the difference, Like especially as I'm watching the game now. But even like other Mavericks games. I mean, Harden, Luka and Harden play very similar. It's just I feel like Rick Carlisle knows how to tame, has a taming to the system, if that makes sense. Man, Luka hooping right now. But, but yeah, overall, though, it's just, I think it's more, I'm starting to believe it's more the Dan Tony system than actually just the simple fact it's Harden. Like, I, he has the ultimate green light just to chuck up shots. It's it's just how it is, and it sucks, but it be that way sometimes. Yeah. It's just, I think he just, it's, and I think him himself knows that he just needs to, cool out but it's just I think he's been in the system so long and sees the success of it where it's like well I just gonna do as I please fuck it so yeah the the okay before I could talk about it um congratulations to OKC they want some niggas ass um but looking at I'm trying to I don't even know what to say. Shoot. I just I just had it, bro. Oh. God, how do you lose a train of thought that bad? Well, 
bump it. Look at how that team is set up. Look at how together things of that nature. I don't see this team like like shout out to Hoosa Rude, but Perry talk about it's like a great opportunity with this injury and it don't look like it happened because Lakers don't game Mavericks. And for other than the Lakers to see they wouldn't have to lose that game against the Mavericks. But um uh I it don't look like this team is gonna get make it off the second. And that's gonna hurt Russ Bush legacy more than even touch Harden's. Um, reason being said is because uh, Westbrook after KD is not finding any type of success. Right now he's I don't want to say Carrillo's but he haven't been you know and this is what he's doing is not bad but he hasn't been this but will the word be like less impactful? Like it's just some games runs it's don't weird. impact the game. And I know that's part it's of the offense. It's weird because I would say his impact is like it's it, it, like when I watch the games, his impact goes beyond numbers in a way if that makes sense. Especially like on fast breaks because you but have to. A lot of, but there's a lot of frustration. Yeah, I hear you, but. I feel like a portion of that frustration comes from more on Harden's play than Westbrook. But also, when you look at their record, they're still what are they? Four. They what? They still third, fourth in the West, and so they're still at arguably. Even though I feel like this time last year they were still on a come up, uh, they were still on their way back up to being where they were in pre like the previous year before. Okay, but, I can believe that. Yeah, I can believe the. Uh, the, they're on the come up. I mean, not on the come up, they're, they're still in good pace. This is two, these are two of the last MVPs on the world before group. Yeah. One of them averaged a triple double. The other one has had, uh, is like, the only person who had more 50 point games than him is Goddard Wilt Chamberlain. And he's catching up on Wilt Chamberlain Street. So. It's just like no excuse for this not to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no excuse for them not to be competing with the Lakers. The, the much as I hate it, the 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 Clippers have an excuse because Kawhi Leonard kneecap is degenerated as we speak. So like, yeah, they have an excuse. There's no excuse for the Rockets. There's no excuse for them to lose to OKC. If AD and Brown lost to OKC, what would be their excuse? Who's been out shooting the ball, yeah. or, 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 or the lack of defense of, of the guards or something, Rondo getting crucial turnovers. No, it would be it would be stupid in order for them. And I think them losing to OKC, them losing the Westbrook team. Westbrook, the only person actually contributed. Losing to the guy who they traded for you because they thought you were going to be a better version of him, and that's not happening. Makes no sense. Like this, it, people is it's almost as if we forget that Chris Paul, low key, was the person who made that team a contender, and Harden was just able to get those points, get those points for that team. But Chris Paul is the one who made that team like defense really, really good. 
And that goes like the way the, 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 the game was paced. Chris Paul. Shoot. When the game gets tough and hard, because we don't know if Harden is like a clutch nigga with that one shot that he shot over goddamn Draymond that one time. Then proceeds to get clapped without KD on that. Like, we don't really know what Harden did and could do in crunch time, but we know what Chris Paul can do. And I just don't like, I, I, I honestly don't like how there's going to be, and I know there's going to be jokes, so I'm not going to say there's going to be excuses made for this team, but I just don't like how it's normal for two MVPs to link up. Because this is the only team in the NBA right now with two MVPs on it for the last five years. Two scoring champions for the last five years. Like record holders. And they are because the West is so you can say it like this because the West is kind of stacked. They like they 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 mean it. So yeah, one day they'll probably beat the Lakers because Hardy likes to get up. High profile games and shit like that. Like, and I, I and all honesty, you can say the excuse of him being in the club the night before the KC game. Who the fuck goes to the club in OKC? That's why there's no excuse to me. And even then, <laughs> the night before you went head to head with Trey Young. <laughs> we go out of head to head. Garbage for garbage. Trey Young's game wasn't that bad, though. And plus, on top of it, Trey Young has nobody else to play with. Huh? Did he shoot like 11 for 26 or some shit like that? 11 for 26 is not that bad. You're still, over, you're still over, well over 40%. Okay, then he didn't shoot 11 for 26. I think he was like 33%. Oh, yeah. They combined, I think, for a combined of like 26 to like 60. You play in that in the, in the negative. Most of that is on Harden. To an extent, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, all. Like, gee, so when you combine it, it sounds horrible. But when you look at like well, stat wise, and then also Trey Young had way less turnovers, so it's like I and Trey Young's dealing with that. He has, and he has, I mean, he has less. Like so, Trey Young can have this and and literally be ass cheek, but I don't think anybody else does. Okay. Uh, um. So I just don't. I I'm at the point when I'm just I'm fuck it, dude. Like I I'm never gonna be on a rocket bandwagon. Never gonna be on. They actually can do it. It seems like every series they in, they 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 got lucky or they skated back. Never going to forget the fact that Manu literally blocked hard from exceeding the playoffs. He got game by Damian Lillard before as well. Like I, I, I don't like I I I honestly think the only reason we can see the Harden actually succeed somewhere is when somebody's on the better than him, just like Kyrie. Kyrie is at his best when he is not the best player on the court. 
No cap. Like, no cap. No cap. But, I can't argue with that. Like, it's... What if they get a big, like, drumming? Ew. You don't, you don't like if they get a big like Drummond. Drummond can't run the floor like uh, Clint Capella. You don't think you can run the floor like um? Uh, I but like that's boards. He, he could do the same thing with Pascal Siakam. Probably better defense, and he will probably garner more attention because of his. So so post play. Yeah, but how often do you think they would take advantage of the fact that Drummond is the biggest nigga on the court? Mm. Like the Pistons barely do that now. Like it, it sounds nice because literally the amount of bricks between Harden and Westbrook at times, he'll have games where he'll probably have thirty rebounds. But yeah. you're not really taking advantage of what you really what like the fact that he's the biggest nigga on the court outside of just the fact that he's Andre Drummond. Yeah. But, but I hear you though. Like it's it's a valid point though. But uh let's go ahead and move on. Uh let's talk about the all star returns. Uh the second round of votes have came back. Uh LeBron has secured the lead. Uh, from Luca as, as top vote getter. Uh, shout out to LeBron. There's no shock here. That was going to happen. Uh, think no, he has more votes than Giannis has it right now. So he's the overall number one vote getter right now. So shout out to LeBron. Yeah, AD is funny. Is he's not that far behind Luca. Yeah, he's not that far think- behind Luca or Giannis. Wild, bro. I don't think. I don't think. Yo, AD becoming a Lakers, his stock just super rises, bro. Yeah, it, it happens. Crazy. Like, gee, Caruso, Caruso has still has more votes than Donovan Mitchell, De- Devin Booker, D'Angelo Russell, Bradley Beal, Ben Simmons, Jalen Brown, and that's uh, Towns. Yo, shout, why is Melo getting votes? <laughs> I just realized. I didn't know Melo was there. <laughs> shout out to Melo, G. <laughs> but <laughs> shout out to Melo. <laughs> I didn't know Melo had, was even in the top 10 now, G. Shout out to Melo, man. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, AD's not that far behind either. But uh, sh- look, we're not shocked by this at all. Uh, no major other changes Besides that, Melo is in it now. And people, and Paul George still has a very strange amount of votes. Am I wrong to think that I wouldn't put Paul George in the All-Star game at all? Nah, you put him in there. You need him. I I would say he wouldn't be a starter. He'd be a coach's vote. I know that, Um, but I meant like all together. Like I wouldn't be mad. If I don't <laughs> no, he been Paul dead. He's about to be injured again because he reactivated his his fucking arm. But um, so if anybody got him on their team, they ain't gonna have to shut him. 
But yeah, he re-injured his arm, so. He did? Now we aggravated, he re-aggravated. I think I still got the notification. Yeah, um, Paul George aggravates hamstring injury. He didn't even travel with the team. That's a loss in Denver, by the way. Mm. Denver playing some good basketball right now. Yeah. That's tough. No, they playing the Warriors right now, though. So they don't. I know, but it's a road trip. Oh, okay. Well, if you count it as a road trip. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. yeah, but now it's a road trip to when you go to Denver, but actually going against the damn Warriors, I don't really consider that. That's going to San Francisco, my nigga. But, uh, but yeah, I, that's just me. I just, I would rather kind of put, like, in terms of, I don't know who I put ahead of him, but I wouldn't feel like I have to put Paul George in this this year. Not even off the bench. That's just me looking at it. Like, I could be very wrong, but, like, I will honestly pick either Lou Will or Montrez over him if I had to put two Clippers. Check who averages point between Montrez and Paul George. I'm pretty sure it's Paul George. Check. I'm pretty sure, but let me see. I'm, I'm about to check now. Montrez is at 19.4. And I got to find a game where Paul George played. Well, let me just pull up their roster. Uh, did, did, did. Where's Paul George on the damn roster? Oh, there you go. Uh, Paul George is averaging 25. He averaging 25 for real? 23. Wait, 23, 23. Oh, yeah, they catch a low shit. Your averages don't go down. You... No, like it just, it's either going to stay consistent or, you know. Because I, I like, what's his last, what's his last three games? Last three games. Last game he played was January 5th. He had 32. Uh, that was a win against the Knicks. A barely win against the Knicks. And Kawhi didn't play that game, by the way. Uh, the Detroit, he had 12 and 21 against the Kings. What's, what's Montrez like? Uh, let me go back. Damn. Uh, 34, 28, 23. Uh, that's your six man, too, by Exactly, this is coming off the bench, but by the way, Montrez still kind of plays starter minutes, by the way. He still plays, he playing like starter type minutes, bro. Like, he's playing a lot of freaking minutes. Like, like there's times <laughs> where like he, when he comes in, I think he only comes in around the four minute mark of the first quarter, first and third quarters, ain't plays the rest of, plays the rest of the half out. That's dang near starter minutes. Like I said, I could be very much wrong. Like Paul George should get in, but me personally, I would probably put my trades in solely because I feel like he's just not. I would say better, but it's just Paul George just hasn't played enough games for me to sit there and be like, yeah, you know, I I rather just put my trades. And plus, I also want it be 
for the Clippers to feel like, yeah, we got to trade this nigga. Because now we got to guarantee him the max even more. So, be that way. Uh, but yeah, uh, before we go into wrestling, uh, you want to talk about KD getting uh, Kendrick Perkins up out of here? Life. Um, just funny, man. Ain't no other way to say it. That nigga got clapped up. Look, man. Other basketball players, trolls on Twitter, us, every niggas who can't be, who, who can't even get a shot over KD in the one on one. We just um, for basketball players in sports. Oh, you sound muffled, bro. <laughs> Leave that man alone. This nigga is like one foot. I mean, not one. Like 300 on 300% shooting and killing y'all niggas on Twitter, dog. After this whole uh, burner situation. Y'all should have let that nigga kept that burner. Because he killing y'all, man. Don't say the nigga name. Just don't. He be glamour searching himself. He he does legit glamour his. KD is probably the king of glamour searching itself. Uh, wait, vanity searching. That's yeah. Vanity searching. Is, like you, you don't understand. Like Kid Perk, Kendrick Perkins used off of Perk that day. You, <laughs> you play with the men. You know. How much of a fucking bucket KD is. But Kendrick Perkins wasn't wrong. Russell Westbrook is the best Oklahoma City Thunder player ever. Yeah. Just like Dwayne Wade is the best Miami Heat player ever. Just like Magic Johnson would probably be the best Laker ever. Or Kobe, however you want to play it. Just like. Patrick Ewing is the best Nick. Best and greatest. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick is literally both. <laughs> no, no, you probably could throw Melo in there. Um, yeah. Just like freaking Allen Iverson. Uh, Iverson falls under both, too. Well, yeah, he falls under. No, Dr. At J. Moses, Dr. J. Dr. J. You got, you got, Dr. J. You also, Moses, I think yeah. Will even double dab in that team before, yeah. too. Yeah, you got, yeah. Um, but like those, he's not wrong. But the way you go out and say, I think he added KD to the talk. You could have just said that Russell Westbrook was the best player to put on a Thunder jersey next to Nick Collison. I don't fucking. But you could have just really said that. Um, and. Uh, nothing bad will come from it. But since you put KD name in it, I believe you. I could be wrong. Rick Carlisle just got ejected. <laughs> yeah, I know that game. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, keep going, G. I'm sorry. Uh. Stay. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> 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 
nigga named Nigerian Williams. What the heck? <laughs> my bad. Uh, <laughs> my bad. Uh, <laughs> that shit is the wildest shit I'm reading, right? I can't even, look back to the podcast. I'm gonna go on Twitter. Twitter ain't gonna distract me from that shit. <laughs> like, um, my god, that just blew me. Ah, uh, oh, crap. I lost my train of thought. What was he talking about? The KD and the. Uh... Oh, yeah, Perk, you just tweet. Um, you stupid. Uh, not, not stupid, 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 not stupid. Um, you're weird. Uh, not weird, not weird, not weird. You tweet because y- your, your resume just don't add up. So, uh, with that being said, uh, you should apologize. You should talk. Because didn't he say, uh, what did he say, stupid? Let me go on Kendrick Perkins. So I think yeah, he, he said did. something stupid. I, I know. I, I, did I screenshot those tweets? Please send me an idea. Let me see if I can find it. The kick, I mean, uh, the super chat there. I got KD's tweets, but not Perkins' tweets. Uh, God, we put so many pictures in here. I know. There's so much. We need Jesus. Why are you looking? I'm going to just state my initial thoughts of it. Uh, Kendrick Perkins, I get your point, but Kendrick Perkins has started ever since he started getting paid to have a basketball opinion. He just says stuff that just, just to say it sometimes, I don't think he thinks. Uh, I understand it be that way, G, but uh, a lot of your takes are kind of booty. Uh, and I get where you was coming from, but you know full well KD, Achilles is still uh, trying to attach reattach itself. He has time. He legit has time. He has more time to literally look up himself on the Twitter search bar or if somebody says, hey, your boy Kendrick Perkins is tweaking, gee, it'd be that way. But the fact that KD said, bro, you only averaged, and shout out to Miles, by the way, the fact that he, yo, KD said you averaged a whopping two and three during that series, you play hard though, champ. Gee. He like, I am a champ. Like, Okay, look, bro. Is he even a champ? Like, oh yeah, yes. he was. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't care. I just, um, you, you just can't talk about him. Um, you just can't. Uh, it's like KD is just one of those people that like he his. He might be sensitive. He might be all that type of stuff. He might think too much in it. He just one of those people um, that his his resume, even without the goddamn championship, speaks for itself. Um, 
And like even like you did nothing. Uh, bro, I'm tapped. Why do Gilbert Arenas always have to say something? Because he has the right to shoot niggas on sight. And is it is it Gilbert Arenas the one that always has to say? Huh? Who who is between Gilbert Arenas and who else? No, no, Gilbert Arenas cool. Steven Jackson, I hope he don't say anything. Uh, Gilbert Arenas cool. That's my apologies. Yeah, I'm about to say I'm like. Um. Oh, yeah, it did say something like, y'all never got past the first round without me. Well. <laughs> well. I don't think. You ain't. <laughs> ain't a cat. My man KD said, dog, week is starting at center playing real minutes with no pressure. You should have worked on your skills as much. And look, G, I'm gonna keep it G real. KD really, I I believe he felt how he feels when he looks back on this team and all of that. But G, if you felt this way about Kendrick Perkins, G, you 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 had the power to get him out of there. G, you had the power to get him out of there. He had the power. That's all I'm going to say. I think KD just said, I think a lot of this we see it right now, like unmasked between like, you know, KD departure from OKC. Uh, <laughs> um, that he said a, a lot. You said and what? I think he settled a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like he just was like, you know, I'm going to see where this is going. I'm going to see where this is going. My turn. So. I'm dumb. Oh, okay. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel, I feel where Katie's coming from. It's funny. They did an old teammate like this, but to be that way sometimes. Uh, it's unfortunate. It's comical. It's very, it, overall, it's comical. But let's go ahead and move on to wrestling. Uh, so let's go ahead and just talk about something joyous, and that is uh, Tony Storm. Uh, Beautiful. <laughs> it very. I'll like, probably sell my soul for her, man. Like no cap, man. man look, like her rare Ripley, rare Ripley's top and Tony Storm bottom will make the ultimate woman, child. Like, like, look at the, picture. look at the picture of them together. Just look at the, where. I don't know, man. If you you got a fact in Ray Ripley arms, G is swollen as shit. Look, should be shaped like a fucking titan. Okay, but it, it, Tony Storm is such a good, and she's self aware of that. Style. Kind of like Mandy Rose. If only Bailey would get that so for well that thing. And she started coming out with them shouts. Hey, man. It's going to be different. Hey, man. We don't know, man. That could happen in 2020. But, yeah, shout out to Tony Storm, though. But the reason why we bring Tony Storm up, and this is where we kind of 
recap the past week in wrestling. In terms of NXT, NXT opened up with uh, this is his first real NXT episode of the year. Uh, Rare Ripley came out to, uh, with the belt. Of course, it's a good way to soft reset of saying who's going to challenge Rare Ripley next. And a whole bunch of women came out. Tony Storm came out first to impress us with them cheeks. It was a blessing to see. Then uh, a bunch of other people came out. Then uh, Io Shirai came out. Wait, that's the right. Yeah, Io Shirai came out. And I was like, there we go. And then Bianca Belair came out. And all I can say is, Montez Ford, you are a blessed man, my brother. You are blessed and highly favored. I see why you tweet God is good every day, every morning. Because you wake up to that. You're a blessing, my brother. But, but overall, uh, that segment led to a three-woman tag match uh, where... uh, where unfortunately I'm I'm kind of tired as Bianca Belair ate the pin, but uh, it was still a very fun match, a uh, good match to see. Good things came out of it. Uh, setting up uh, who's gonna fight Ray Ripley next. Not not much came out of it. Uh, I man, nobody could eat that pin on the losing side, but Bianca Belair. Io Shirai is probably the top heel after Shane. Um, that other chick is the champion. Yeah. So nobody can eat that pen other than And Io Shirai walked out mid match. So <laughs> that too. So yeah, you're not lying. It's just me being a believer of being Anka Belair and also because she's black. I didn't believe she had to take the pin, but she still had a good showing in the match. Uh and it was a good way to tease the uh Worlds Collide pay per view that's coming up at the end of this month for uh NXT NXT UK. So, uh, but yeah, uh, then what happened on Raw this past week, uh, Ray, Ray Mysterio and, uh, Andrade had a really good match, which led to, uh, Ray Mysterio losing his mask to Andrade, uh, in the process of Andrade fucking up, but, uh, but he still took Ray Mysterio's mask, but it was a really great, fun match. I really enjoyed that match. Mm. Uh yeah, it was cool. We ain't gonna talk about anything. Huh. One other thing I just wanna bring up uh on NXT. Keith Lee about to get that North American title. Oh yes. And if anybody, oh yeah, that is happening. That is if happening. Anybody, I would love to beat the Messiah of the Bat Breaker. It is Keith Lee. Reason being said. Roger Strong gonna hit that nigga with a backbreaker. Keith Lee like three fifty. It's gonna look amazing, and Keith Lee gonna probably reverse a backbreaker, a spear bomb. I can't wait. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a beautiful spear bomb. Like even the spear bomb he did that night uh, to win the match. Uh, who did he uh, do it to? Uh, what's my man's name? What's my Djokovich? Or, no, he didn't do it to Djokovic. Um, cause, let's see, oh, uh, big folks out like uh Graves. Is it Graves? Shit, Cameron, Priest, right? Cameron Graves. There we go. Yeah, Cameron oh, Graves. Cameron. Yeah. Wait, was a fatal four way? Yeah, it was a fatal four between him, Cameron oh, yeah, Graves, uh, uh, Djokovic, and uh, Damian. Damian Priest. 
I thought it was set up for Damian Priest to eat the pin, though. That was just me looking at it. But uh, but uh, he ended up also for one. I didn't know Cameron Graves can do flips, and that nigga did. It was like the end, the, like the last two minutes of that match was very really lit. But the way that Graves, like they made him look strong, he freaking did his uh cave in move on the side of the of ring ropes on Djokovic. <laughs> And then proceeded to do a backflip onto Damian Priest outside the ring. That was fire. And then proceeded to eat a very good spirit bomb. Like him and Keith Lee had a good way to end the match. But that was a really, really good fun match. Like, sh- like shout out to NXT. Nothing, nothing new in terms of that. But that was beautiful. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Dad, I just wanted to bring that up because you know we Keith Lee have over here. Yeah, we're heavy Keith Lee high. Not be, one for one because he's black, but because that nigga cold. <laughs> that nigga cold, man. So, uh, he cold. He co- very. Uh, so yeah. Then back to Raw. Uh, Brock Lesnar popped up and said he's gonna be in the uh, Royal Rumble. He's gonna be number one, and he's gonna tear through the competition like a uh, wet toilet tissue. I want to see how that's gonna play out. But I don't. I'm going in that match with expect. Now, I don't know how to say it with an open mind. There we go. Damn, Kuzma got 24. Shout yeah. out to Kuz. And LeBron got a smooth 30. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Brock, and the only thing I would want to see if between, because he's going to be back around this week, that somebody presses Brock to put the belt on the line. No, nah, that means he wins. That too. But I think he, he gets kicked out by um uh he gets kicked out by Kevin Owens probably to stop that um to start their to start that feud. feud yeah it's either gonna be that or he outright wins so like if the belt isn't on the line he I know he's wins, definitely that not means winning he goes fiend. he's what that means he's ghost for the fiend and I'm gonna be sick absolutely sick. Um, but yeah, but I highly, I don't think they're going to put the belt on line, but I, I would love it if they do. Uh, but yeah, that happened. Then what else happened on Raw? That was really fun. Uh, oh yeah, Big Show returned. Yeah. Yeah, Big Show came back. I, I didn't realize he was gone for two years. I thought he was, he did something last year. He was on TV. No, I think he, I think he's doing something like on Netflix. Yeah. Mm. Like that's weird. I legit I really believed he was back though. Uh like he came back last year, but hey, it'd be that way. Uh also shout to uh uh not Sarah Logan, I was thinking the wrong uh shout to Bobby Lashley and uh Lana and also this little goofy thing still proceeding. Uh, I'm tired of <laughs> it. And Drew McIntyre beat the hell out of no no not Drew McIntyre. Oster Black and Shadow Benjamin uh, had a really fun match, which led to another kick in the face. Mm. Uh, SmackDown, I really don't remember much. I only watched the beginning. And, uh, <coughs> of course, John in Morrison did a flip, and it was cool. Hey, man, it's John Morrison. I expect it to be cool. But, yeah, that match was fun. It was a good match. Uh, shout out to Kofi Karen Miz. And it also proves my point that Miz just his wrestling style looks better as a heel as well. Uh, but Kofi carried through a good match. 
We got another Firefly Funhouse, uh, which was, of course, fun and cool. Uh, we had uh, Mandy Rose give Tucker, uh, or was that Otis? Otis a cake, which was okay. And also led to a very awkward gif as well that shout out to the WWE on Fox Twitter page. One, of, It's a top five Twitter account probably going into this year, by the way. Uh, I need to know who runs that page because I would love to be one of the people who run it. But uh, but yeah, and the Usos fought uh, Baron Corbin and uh, Dolph Ziggler. Nothing new there. And that ended in disqualification. But yeah, so and uh, Bobby Roode came back. And now oh, he pretty, did? Yep, he came back because at this, like, it's, it was about due for a suspension to be over with. You got to remember he was suspended for wellness reasons, so shout to that cocaine that he was doing. Uh, right. And plus, one, yeah, oh, either or. Who knows? But uh, once you brought the Usos back into the picture, I knew full well that uh, Rude had to come back. So, so yeah, so it was nobody else to really bring into the picture. Uh the Lakers is really hooping these boys up. It is sad. Like, the Lakers really own Luka, G. <laughs> it's sad. But, yeah, um, that was this past week in wrestling. But uh, that's kind of, like, since Brock is in the Rumble, like, that's just kind of going deaf on, like, what can possibly happen. Because the Rumble picture starting to fill out a little bit. But, like, who do you ideally see being the final four? Roman, NXT guy, Brock, Kevin Owens, maybe. Um, I think KO wins it. Fuck, if Roman wins that Royal Rumble, WWE is literally goddamn Tupac on whatchamacallit. Uh, hit him up, G. They would give a flying fudge. Um, no cap. Uh... So I say, um, I think it's gonna be a key gap between Matt. You said and what? There's gonna be an NXT gap between Matt with Keith Lee or Adam Cole. Okay. Uh, I have Kevin Owens. Keith Lee, uh, yeah, Kevin Owens, Keith Lee. I'm putting Adam Cole in there too with Roman Reigns. I don't have. I feel like Brock is going to be top six, but Kevin Owens is going to eliminate him. You uh, think Brock actually lasts the whole Rumble? That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't have him being in top four. Like, I can see him being, like, the no, final. No, I'm saying, like, six. I'm going to have to take him out man because six. Like, around that, like, okay, he'll be in the last ten the regardless. has been going on for an hour and some minutes. Yeah. Like, oh. Unless they do that switcheroo in which he gets injured and then he just comes back out. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's going to get a break. He does, He's notorious for getting that random break. So, because I feel like he did it in a rumble before. Uh, but I can see what they'll do is they'll have, um, like, he'll pretty much run through the first ten. Uh, it's the first four. 
then it start he'll start getting a challenge. Then that's when the numbers don't start building up. Uh, but around fifteen, fifteen around fifteen, he'll probably like they'll gang up on him, get him up out of here for a little bit. Uh, then he'll pop back up, but around the last ten, but he doesn't make the top four. Like I feel like Kevin Owens, like it, they they really are serious. They start trying to set up the Kevin Owens and Brock Lesnar rivalry now, because that's going to happen at Mania at this point. I feel I'm, I'm very I feel like that's going to be the uh, the championship match for Brock at Mania is uh, KO. So I feel like KO is going to get the elimination. It, Brock's going to be utterly pissed. He might outright murder Kevin Owens in the process, which takes Kevin Owens out. And then, which makes Kevin Owens part of the final four because he's not eliminated, but he's just put through a table by Brock Lesnar. Mm. So that's how I kind of see it. Uh, and then, final thing before we end the episode: What are our three wrestling predictions for twenty twenty? Uh, Fiends dropped that belt at Mania. Uh, and then falls to obscurity. Mm. Uh, so that's one prediction. Um, we never get to see what's in Air Grove, but we never see it ever. <laughs> and literally get teased and then just fall off the face of and Rusev eventually get released. Mm. Mm. Not saying I want it to happen. I just know how this kind of thing goes. Mm. Uh, so, damn. <laughs> uh, for me, I have uh, Kevin Owens beating Brock. Like, that's going to happen at Mania. Uh, I also have, since I have Kevin Owens winning the Rumble, in my opinion, uh, it's going to be a triple threat between The Fiend, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns at Mania. I'm not saying who's going to win, but it's going to be it's going to lead to a triple threat match. Uh, and I also believe that since Big Show is back on TV, he is going to have. He's going to end up being on both shows. He, Big Show's going to pop up on both shows. Don't tell me. And they're yeah. going to be a heel or smack down on the face on Raw. Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like that's going to happen. He's going to be on both shows, G, because he's Big Show. It is going to happen, G. And uh, another one, I feel like we're going. Uh, the Fiend is going to have a rival with Braun Strowman before the year's out. Like I can see that happening, it's especially if your thing about him losing that mania happens. I think Braun's gonna get the IC belt just to give him his one title reign that he kind of needs or deserves at this point. Just to kind of keep yeah. the thing fresh, you give him a rival with uh, Braun Strowman. So, but yeah, so those are mine. But we appreciate you guys for listening, of course. Uh. Make sure you do follow us on Twitter at threes from the ring, three S from the ring. Uh, greatly appreciate those who uh, 
check us out, following us back, respond uh and response back to us when we actually tweet you niggas and stuff like that. It's much love and appreciated. And even those that do uh show love to us back is greatly appreciated. Uh make sure you also like, subscribe, follow on whatever podcast uh streaming platform service that you listen to us on. We are also on Google Play now as well. So if you prefer to listen to your podcast on Google uh Play Store uh or you just have an Android uh we can find you can find us on there as well on No Chill Media. Just search us on No Chill Media uh in the podcast section. It'd be greatly appreciated. Uh but yeah, and just follow us from there as well, man. But we are on all major streaming platforms at this point. So check us out. You have no excuse. And we appreciate you guys for listening and peace. A